0: This is DWMOD. As always, I'm your host, Mikey Wilson. Stay with me now. Touchdown! Ready! Down! Hey, the Lions are the real deal, man. This is the year and Dan Campbell has silenced all the critics. Hut, hut. The Lions are straight up biting kneecaps. Ready! Down! Down! Lions fans drinking that Kool-Aid Super Bowl Hey, disagree with me or don't That's how it works If you ain't listening to Alright Bet with me and Andy St. Clair You're throwing away money This Tigers team is young And scrappy and sometimes Fun to watch If you'd have told me we were going to be 8 games out of first place With 30 games to go I'd have told you to knock it off Don't I've been telling you all for years, NIL was coming, and when it did, it was going to be a hot mess. It is, and the mega conferences are coming sooner than you think, and they are. Hey, disagree with me or don't. That's how it works. All right, all right, guys. It's that time of year again, man. We're looking at football season. It comes around fast every single year, doesn't it? And we got a great episode for you today. We're going to double it up, right? We're going to go into a little DWMOD, regular episode number 43, if you can believe it. And we're going to combine that with our man Andy St. Clair. You know him from All Right Bet. We're doing that show coming up this season during Football Weekly. And he's going to be here today for what we normally do every single year, giving our NFL breakdown. Playoff picks, divisional picks. Who we think's gonna win the Super Bowl? We got some fun little bets in there between ourselves. Got some stuff we'll be, uh, you know, sharing with you guys. Also throwing you a little bit of baseball betting information coming down to the end of the season here. Now we're not really getting into giving away a whole lot of like parlays and specific bets in this episode, but we are laying down our NFL predictions and our regular predictions will be coming on our regular episodes of All Right Bet, and those will be starting up next week, just in time for NFL kickoff. So Andy will be here later always fun when he's on the show it's time to get to it guys it's time to get started with a little quick hits let's talk about bryce young for a minute guys now hey here's a kid that i really like i really wish him the best and i hope he's gonna do well and i want to say that right now because it's time to talk about how everybody in the media is just on this dude. Like he's going to be that as soon as he walks into the NFL and he's going to take the lowly Carolina Panthers to the top of the division. Now I get it. The South is a weak division, but come on, man. This is a team that, they okay, they played better down the stretch last year, I guess, with who they were playing against. But this is a team that traded away Christian McCaffrey. All right, they've had issues all over the place, and we think Bryce Young's going to come right in and take them to the top of the division. And he, he may do that in a couple of years, and I really hope he does. I think he's a special player, and I think he's a great human being. And you know that stuff's important to me. But tell me the last time a smaller guy walked in the league and just did it from minute one. I mean guys like Peyton Manning who come in and do it from minute 1 are a rarity, guys, especially a small guy. I mean Drew Drew Brees didn't even come in and get it going right away. Drew Brees, uh, the the Chargers moved off him to go ahead and draft Philip Rivers and moved off him it wasn't going so well early for him. And then he wound up being one of the greatest ever, but I'm just saying, when you're a small guy in the league, you got to learn how to play in this league and it's not going to happen overnight. <laughs> Team USA playing for the gold right now with the World Games, Pan Am Games. I don't know, whatever you call it. They got so many of these tournaments anymore. But anyway, I always find it funny when people get concerned with how Team USA is playing and you hear the comments, oh, they just can't gel and they, they just can't mold and they can't get it together and there's so much talent on that team and they just can't figure it out. But then during the regular season, when teams put all these superstars on one team, all our takes in sport media will immediately be like, well, that's not going to work. You got too many egos in the room, and they still only get to play with one basketball at a time. They're going to have to learn how to share it, and most times they can't figure that out. So during the regular season in the NBA, we will immediately say that's not going to work. The New Jersey Nets, New York Nets, Brooklyn Nets, whatever you want to call them, that's not going to work. But as soon as we cram all the best players on one team with Team USA, we're all shocked when they immediately out the gates have to try to figure out who's playing what role. It's just funny. (coughs) On a sad note, uh, we lost professional wrestling great Terry Funk in the last week here uh terry funk is a guy that i always loved growing up i loved that branding iron bit i always liked him uh he got real big into the hardcore stuff which wasn't really my bag but god bless him that guy wrestled for a long long time and made a lot of people happy man rest in peace brother i'll always be a funker and in other news uh tragic tragic unexpected death of another wrestler bray wyatt um man the son of mike rotunda Uh, You know, his real name, Wyndham Rotunda, Uh, Barry Wyndham and Mike Rotunda, the famous tag team partners from the WWF. So close, he named his son after his partner and um, just tragic, man. Guy was 36. Guy was brilliant. Guy was a star. I loved all the Bray Wyatt gimmicks in the WWE, man. They were fantastic. Uh, The guy was, like I said, brilliant. And what a tragedy. What a loss, man. Um, Just prayers and, and positive thoughts out to his family right now, man here's a little bit of news we're excited about here at dwmod uh we officially have minor league baseball hall of fame announcer gordon butterfeld attached to the show He's going to be doing some fun stuff with us, uh, giving the breakdown, play-by-play call on some everyday slices of life. You'll be able to check him out on some of our videos over on TikTok. You know, we're at DWMOD Sports underscore ticker, T-I-K-K-E-R. Get it? Like a play on TikTok. Anyway, check us out over there. Some, some videos with Gordon Butterfield. And you can see the very first one is up on the uh, pilot to the tv show that we uh, filmed the pilot for back in april now you can check that out online we put that up but as you know from listening to the show things kind of fell through on that but anyway you can check out that pilot it's a lot of fun and you can see gordon Butterfield doing this thing it's a lot of fun but now it's time to let all them sports knuckleheads out there let them know it's time to knock it off all right everyone time to do me a favor and knock it off Now, we all know Lionel Messi signed with Miami of the MLS Soccer League here in North America, and he came in, they gave him part ownership, they gave him all kinds of stuff to come on over and here and play, and uh, he was in the press recently with a statement, after playing over here for one week, this guy who's considered one of the greatest to ever lace him up is quoted as saying that MLS Soccer is not far behind Europe's top leagues man come on and knock it off with that this dude i mean hey he's one of the greatest ever we saw him just win the world cup and all that was fantastic and that was like his swan song i mean he's like a mid-tier player at best over there in europe anymore which why he came over here like a lot of them do i mean he's not here seven days on a team that's not even close to being a qualifier for the mls playoffs right he's over here seven days and he scores like 11 goals gets them qualified for the league's cup now if you don't know what that is i know everybody who doesn't follow soccer you think oh well he came over here and they won mls they did not they don't even qualify for mls playoffs yet uh during the point of the season here they shut down and they have what's called the league's cup and it's basically like uh north america's world cup okay it's the top league in soccer uh for mexico which is a lot of people call it la liga whatever you want to call it right the liga mx but the mexican league which is the premier league in north america They get a bunch of teams into a tournament that qualify, and like six teams from MLS qualify for this tournament as well, and they put them in the tournament. Well, with Messi coming over and scoring so many goals. Of course, they put Miami in this thing. And then Messi goes crazy in that tournament and takes them to the championship game, and they win the League's Cup. I mean, they win North America's World Cup. This guy's been here seven days. So don't tell me that North American soccer is getting close to European soccer, because he's over here clowning people, clowning people, and he's a mid-tier guy over there. Knock it off. All right, everyone. Time to do me a favor and knock it off. University of Michigan imposes a three-game suspension on Coach Jim Harbaugh to try to get the NCAA to back off because Harbaugh will not cooperate with them on an investigation on some recruiting infractions during the covid period now it's said that he bought a kid a cheeseburger or something like that Uh, it's ridiculous and good on him for not cooperating with the ncaa the ncaa is such a hypocritical shit show they don't even know what's going on half the time they're a joke they won't even be involved with college football in the next couple of years you watch what does college football need the ncaa for anymore you've heard me on that soapbox i don't need to get back on it but anyway They made the announcement that the first three games of the season, Michigan will give the head coaching position to a different coach every single week. So they're not going to ride with an interim guy for three weeks like the defensive coordinator or something. They're going to use a different head coach every single week and see what these guys are made of. And then Jim will come back in and take the helm and we'll move forward. In a season where Michigan is considered one of the top teams in the country and has a shot at making a run to the playoffs and maybe even a national title, and i got to tell you, I don't like this, man. Put a, continuity is everything in football, everything. Put somebody in charge, make them the head coach for three games, and then transition right back to Jimmy. I don't like this circus show of bouncing around for three games and letting people just have fun. It, I don't know. I don't like it at all. I'm going to say knock it off.
1: All right, everyone, time to do me a favor and knock it off.
0: Let's go back to Team USA Basketball for just a moment, okay? Uh, There's some guys in the press, as always when these tournaments start, uh, from Team USA or in the Team USA camp that want to complain about how lenient the game is refereed overseas and, like, it's a lot more physical and they don't call anything and it's tough to get going because they just let a lot of this stuff go that's banging and all this stuff. Hey, That young boy, Victor Wigman-Yama, 19 years old, came over here and was the number one draft pick. 19 years old, this boy told us immediately. I think I'll do fine over here. It's a lot more physical over in Europe. It's more physical over there, man. Our game has evolved to don't touch anybody. Everybody spread to the corners. We're going to shoot. We're going to drive, and we're going to do a lot of free throws. We all know that. The NBA game has become soft, and we know it. Quit crying. You're not playing NBA rules, guys. You're playing overseas. Go get it done.
1: All right, everyone, time to do me a favor and knock it off.
0: Our last little knock it off here is just going to be a shot at sports media in general. You know I can't stand what sports media has become. It's taken a page out of the book of politics in America. It's whatever kind of shocking title that you can get or whatever you can make up or manipulate to get people to click on your article. And it really has evolved in the last year or so from clickbait to click hate. It used to be titles that would be clickbait. Now it's just, they'll just make things up and put it right in a place where you want to hate on something so you'll click it. It's all click hate now. I mean, I just saw an article of this couple of days ago about uh, Brandon Ingram, again, USA basketball, and the title was uh, Brandon Ingram, selfish comments and a selfish player shows why he couldn't fit in on NBA teams. And I'm like, well, what did he say now? And then it goes on to like say that the article is about how selfish he's being because he's not in the starting lineup for Team USA anymore and he's not getting the ball enough or something. And then you read the article, and the only thing the guy said was, it's tough to find my place on the team right now. And he said, quote, and I'm not going to be selfish, and I don't want to be selfish, so I'm just going to try to figure out where I can fit in, but I am struggling trying to figure out how to score. The guy said it himself. I'm not going to be selfish. The team's winning. He said that. He said, I'm not going to be selfish. The team's winning. I need to figure it out. So the guy put it on himself to try to be better and said, I'm not going to be selfish. The team's winning and it's about the team. And still the headlines are selfish Brandon Ingram. It's click hate, man. The Deion Sanders story up at at football camp in Boulder. You know when it was? Oh, he yelled at the rest of the team for not fighting when everyone was fighting. He wanted everyone to jump in and fight. That's sports media garbage. That's not the truth. It's not factual. If you read about the event, you will see they were they're playing goal line in practice. And if you played college football, you know anything about goal line practice. It's intense, man. It's intense. The ball's down there at the two yard line, and number one D does not want number one O to score, and vice versa. And guys get chippy, and they go at it. And when you're starting running back, bowls into the end zone for the score, and then the defense wants to start fighting him in the end zone because they're pissed they got scored on, Dion was pissed when a couple of players from the offense just turned their backs on the running back and walked away from him as he's getting pummeled by two other defenders. They just turned and walked away from him. His message was about team. Hey, that's your starting running back in and two guys just jumped him because he scored a touchdown, and you just walked away? Like, you can't do that, man. you got to get in there and stick up for your boy. We're family. That was the message. But, of course, sports media turned it into Deion Sanders wants to coach a bunch of thugs and get them all to fight. And I mean, think what you wanted, Deion Sanders. I, I am not singing his praises, and I'm not hating on him at the same time. I'm just telling you the truth. It's sports media click hate, man. Knock it off. All right, everyone. Time to do me a favor and knock it off. And now it's time to make sure you guys are ready for college football kickoff this weekend. Okay, if you're going to get ready for the college football kickoff, you know what I'm going to tell you. You better have some good snacks, guys. You better go on it and get them better made chips for the party. If you have people over to your place watching football or if you show up somewhere else this weekend for football, you know there's going to be potato chips. Okay, and if they don't have better made chips, guys, get out of there. Get out of there, man. Treat it like a house on fire. Head for the exit and get somewhere where you can get some better-made chips. Best damn chips in the country. It's Detroit versus everybody on the potato chip front, man. Stick to the home team, and make sure, make sure. You also got some Fago Pop along that line, man. Make sure you got the Fago Pops and the drinks for the kids and the adults that are going to be smart and and driving without drinking. Make sure they got some Fago beverages to cool themselves down. But for the responsible adults. Guys, let's make sure we got some Old English 800 so we can get going with some brass monkeys, right? Them games are going to start early, especially on the West Coast. You're going to be up early. It's eggs and football on the West Coast, guys. So if you can't do all that champagne and wine because that stuff gives you heartburn and all that or whatever, I'm telling you, get yourself some orange juice. Get yourself an Old English 800, the official beer of DWMOD Podcast, and enjoy the day. Mix the two of them, and you'll thank me later. Now... It's time for the guest of honor. To pop on the show. You know him from DWMOD's All Right Bet, the show where we're handing out money, the show where we're giving you winners all the damn time. And if you ain't tuning in, you might as well flush some money down the toilet. I'm just telling you that. And let's get him back here right now, Mr. Andy St. Clair. As always, welcome back to the show, uh perpetual guest, co host, if you will, especially for All Right Bet. And let's just jump right into that. We're doing a, a little double episode this week, guys. You know that. We're doing a little DWMOD and we're going to do a little all right bet we're gonna mash them together because andy we got to do our nfl preview right but we'll get to that let's yeah. jump into a little all right bet and i know you're excited to jump into some college football right away yeah you know it's week zero
1: so it's kind of like uh the appetizer week of uh college football really yep weeks uh big one but we have a few games out here uh starting with uh, the very first one is that navy versus notre dame and i think i believe the games in ireland I think.
0: Yes, crazy. it is. Crazy.
1: Yeah. So uh, look, I, right now, you know, you know, I love the dog and I'm, I'm never going to you know, it's, it's hard for me to get away from these big dogs. It always, it always is. So,
0: <laughs> Every time.
1: so uh, I'm going to take the Navy plus 20 and a half there. I think you're going to want to do that mainly because Navy and Notre Dame played last year. Right. Uh, and uh, I'm looking up the score, right. But I know Navy covered uh so last year
0: always a tough game between the, right. the navy always shows up and plays and tries to hold the ball you
1: right know? The, the score was 35 <clears> 32 and navy wasn't very good last year i also read a stat somewhere i heard a stat that the uh the, the academy schools are like something like 60 percent against the spread uh, when the spread's over like 14 points so all those to say is like i'm gonna take navy plus 20 also, it's the first game of the year. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, you're gonna put Notre Dame's good, but they're not. are they 21 points better in Ireland. Like, I, yeah, no, I they. don't
0: know. I don't think so either. I think that's a whole lot of uh, Irish fans are gonna turn out, and it's gonna be a home game, and it's. Gonna, they don't yeah. care. They're there to drink no. the beer. They don't can't give a shit. You know what no, I mean?
1: Absolutely, I'm with you. So I, I'm. 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 That, that's one of my games. I think. You're going to want to get on a little bit. Uh, Yeah,
0: I'm 100% with you on that. And like you said, uh, the the academies being 60% on a cover, two reasons for that. Okay, they play a style of football because they know they're outmanned where they hold the football, and that's always dangerous to a spread when a team can hold the ball and grind that clock out. The other team doesn't get a chance to score a lot. And number two, what coach wants to blow out one of the academies? They don't. That's a bad look, man. You just don't do it.
1: Right, and I also believe there's a new it's a, there's a new Navy coach, right? It's his first yeah. year. His name's Brian Newberry. And uh, come on, you know, like I, I, he's not gonna, he's just not gonna lay up here for Notre Dame. I, I don't think he, he he's gonna have these guys ready. Like the fucking Navy went to Ireland. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm taking the Navy on any foreign soil. That yeah. I can guarantee. <laughs>
0: Yeah, right. give me that all day, you know, because it's Newberry, but it ain't brand newberry. He's right, been man. coaching for a minute.
1: Put, you put him against Georgia at 20 and a half. I'm still taking Navy. <laughs> Doesn't matter to me. Like, there's no way Navy's going to not cover this game.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm jumping on that with you. Absolutely, especially against Notre Dame overseas. What 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 else are you looking at this weekend? Uh,
1: there's a couple others. You know, there's Ohio at San Diego State. Ohio is kind of one of those little teams for the Mac. It's kind of one of my teams I liked, maybe to kind of win the Mac. A, a fun Mac when you're choosing who you think is going to win the Mac, there hasn't been a repeat Mac winner since like 2011. And this year's odds on favorite is Toledo. Toledo's really good football team. But look, there's about three other Mac teams I think can win it. Ohio is one of them, Miami of Ohio, Central Michigan.
0: Central Michigan. Uh,
1: like all those teams can win the Mac. So throw some money on those to win the Mac. But I, I'm, I say all that to say I'm going to take the San Diego State money line at minus 145. I know it seems a little off, but, you know, it's the first week. I'm, I'm I, I don't I kind of the two and a half is not enough for me either. So I'm, I'm just going to get on that home team money line under a field goal minus 145. Just give me the win. I, I, I don't I, I just think that's the way I'm going to play that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't have a problem with that bet at all because San Diego State, as well, they're, they're gonna, they're a team this year that is going to try and have the best year they can and put up as many points as they can because the Pac 12 is looking to maybe add them and they want to get eyeballs. Right. You know what I mean? So,
1: exactly. Yeah, and there's two other games that I, and now these are just what I'm, I, I am not decided what I'm going to bet, by the way. The only one for sure is Navy. Number two is probably San Diego State. But here's the two other games I, I'm just kind of circling. You know, week one, you know, you, you I always say this when I go out like and meet some friends or for a weekend or you can't win the Masters on a Thursday. Just means, you know, you, you don't don't go out and just get hammered on Thursday night when you have two more days, Friday and Saturday with your friends. You know, you know, enjoy your time, right? And this is what I'm gonna say about gambling in week zero. Don't over don't I know you're excited. Yeah. I know. What you want to do? I know what I want to do. I want it, You want to go out and get at it early, right? I'm just saying, just take a few appetizers, right? Try the shrimp. You know, try that little <laughs> ham dish. Don't eat a bunch of it because there's the meal is coming. All yeah. the meals are coming. No so, doubt. There's a lot of great games next week. Don't overdo it. But the other two, I'm just going to throw them out there as interesting plays. Number one is UMass plus seven at New Mexico State. Do yourself a favor, by the way, and look at who New Mexico State beat last year uh in college football. Uh nobody. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. Nobody, buddy. Nobody. Right? Like, okay. They beat last year. They they lost to. Here's who they lost to. All the good teams, right? Oh yeah. They, they beat Hawaii. They beat New Mexico. They beat uh, last year they beat UMass by 10. They beat Lamar. They beat a corpse of a Liberty team. They beat Valpo. I mean, like, what are we doing? Right? No way. Yeah. So all I'm saying is neither team's good, taking the dog. Taking the dog on that one. Plus seven. Yeah.
0: On I, the I, road. Right. I, I'm not going to hate on that at all, but I'm going to tell you right now, that is one of those games I'm not even going near. Because not here's yet. the thing, man. Uh, you're right on one side of the fence there. It's like, you got two bad teams, take the team getting seven. Um I'm a little bit burned right now from Major League Baseball this season to the point where when two bad teams are playing, I'm not taking anybody. I'm
1: not taking anybody, man. Right, sure. Well, you know, the other one. Here's the other one. I'm going to ride with the bows, buddy. I'm riding with the bows at Vanderbilt, Hawaii.
0: Timmy Chang, head football coach. Okay. Head football coach. Um, I'm going to tell you this right now. Hawaii is in trouble. Um, yeah, they they are they are on the verge. From what I've heard and read, they're on the verge of losing their uh, BCS standing. <clears throat> they may be dropping down uh, out of the BCS, you know, Division One to One Double A because they they don't have. They have to do so many upgrades to how many fans you have. That's how you keep your division one standing. Yeah. And they are not doing <laughs> the renovation to the stadium to add the seats or something like that. Something quirky like that. They're on the bubble of maybe being demoted, if you will, down to one double a, and they're losing a lot of recruits. A lot of guys that committed to them, decommitted that kind of stuff. Yes. Uh, that scares me. So well, I don't know, but well, let, me you're right you, let
1: me give some Hawaii what I like. Timmy Chang. He's going to his second year. Last year, they were like three and 10 under Timmy. Timmy Chang, quarterback of like the June Jones greatest Hawaii teams. I say that to say Timmy Chang, and I'm going to just keep saying his awesome name Timmy Chang. He, he put in that run and gun style. They've had one year under it. They will yeah. be better this year. There's, I, do, I would be shocked going into a world where you're going to tell me Vandy's going to beat them like 51 to 10. Just I, There's no way. I don't see how, I, I don't even know anything about Vandy. Vandy's gonna have to beat them 5110 for me to like say, Okay, I right. got it, right? So it's 17 and a half, right? It's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot. Also, Hawaii Maui is burning. You tell me these Hawaii kids are just gonna who are mostly Hawaiian, right? Yeah, mostly Hawaii kids. They they're not gonna go out and just work their tail off at Vandy to beat an SEC team game one.
0: Yeah, that's a good oh. point. That's a good Give point. They'll be geared up right. to do something for the island, man. Yeah. Give
1: me 17 and a half.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. There's you no might way. talk me into it.
1: There's no way. I, I I don't even see how it happens. But look, it may happen. I, like there, Vandy's just going to have to show me.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you. Put that on a long list of bets you've talked me into. I guess I'm i in on that one after hearing that. <laughs> I'll go well, with yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Look, I, but I'm saying the my first two, I like way more. Those last two, you can – you know, carefully weighed in. Also, if you really want one more, I got you one more. See, this is okay. what I'm saying. Hey, you gotta let's go. Out. You got to watch out. <laughs> you
0: got to watch out. <laughs> now you're moving into the main courses here.
1: Yeah. That Ohio-San Diego State game, give me yeah. the over. I want the over. Okay. I want the over. Fair enough. Yeah. So, Fair enough.
0: Both those teams put up points. That's, yeah, I'll yeah. take
1: that. I mean, what, somebody's going to win 27-24? That's 51. Yeah. Right? So somebody's going to win. It's going to be close. You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They'll I'll keep knocking it. it. So, I'll it. agree with you there.
1: But I'm going to bet one or two. I'm not going to go crazy. I'm not going to go crazy. Right. Because that's where I'm, That's kind of where I'm at going into tomorrow.
0: Okay. Well, hey, let's move on to a little bit of golf because uh, I know last week uh, you had the winner again, right? Hovland oh, won yeah. it. You had it. Yeah, Vic. Yes. I mean, how many golf – how many winners have you picked this year? You know,
1: I think I've gotten about four or five. I, I, I Outside of last week, I went on a little bit of a cold spell. I went on like a couple months of a, a cold spot. I, I got – the British was bad, uh, you know, yeah. and, and so, so July and August were mostly, or June and July were mostly bad, and then I kind of slowed it down, I took my foot off the gas. But then I, last week I just did one bet. It was it was, I call him Big Dick Vic, it was Big Dick Vic, <laughs> and uh, BDV brought it home for me.
0: So. We just one just da- one dart, bullseye. Oh. Nailed it. Well, I'm telling you what, though, man. Four or five winners on golf, golf ain't easy to pick the winner, man. Four or five winners so far is pretty good.
1: It is pretty good. You know, it's it there's there's some a lot of good guys are, are breaking down the golf game everywhere, and you can you can find some of those things and also make your own conclusions. But the the golf betting people, if you if you want to find them, I can push you towards them. They they do a great job. Yeah, they, gotta- they do it, and they'll 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 get you a list of like 10 or 20, and then you kind of can do your work from there.
0: Wade through it and see who you like, right? What's going on this weekend?
1: Well, this weekend, you know, we're already into – Is it the FedEx Cup this weekend or is that next weekend? That's this weekend, yeah. You you know who's in the lead, by the way, Big big Vic Vic.
0: Yes. Well, there you go. Do you have any? You got anybody this weekend that you took? I
1: do. I do. Of course. You know, I'll tell you who I got.
0: All Um, right. All right. Okay. Now,
1: Uh, I I have uh, I had some winners. I had Rom at uh, plus eight fifty. Oh, and I had this guy named Big Dick Vic at plus fifth plus five. You know, so you bet ten, you win fifty. So I had Vic and Rom. Okay. Two
0: solid. Two solid. Two solid bets. There. Get a little money back.
1: You know, it's not. It's not too crazy. Because no, Rom was five to one. You know, her Vic was five to one. Rom was like eight and a half to one. So
0: yeah, sometimes you just want to put a little change in your balance. So you can just keep yeah. playing. You know yeah, what I that's, mean?
1: That's kind of those are where I'm I'm, I'm hanging out. A yeah, now. well, not that's, too much this week. Not too much.
0: That is exactly where I've been with the baseball um, for a while. There, man, it was pretty bad. I was getting hammered. Couldn't pull. Couldn't pull any victories in. Uh, got to a point where I was at like 50 bucks, man. And then I went on a run in the last couple of weeks, probably went up about 700 bucks on it, man. I just yeah. started nailing it, but I'm telling you right now, now is the time to be making them major league baseball bets. Now, a couple of weeks ago, uh, your Royals were killing me. Hottest team in baseball. Yeah. They win like yeah. nine of 11 or something like that. They were killing yeah. me. Against yeah, they were
1: good like teams. They were like 28 and 72 after a hundred games. And then they went on a tear. Yeah.
0: yeah. Against good teams. Like yeah. they were killing me. They were killing me. But right now, right now, if you guys are betting baseball, now is the time to bet to jump on it and always play it safe at the baseball. You know you're minus one and a half or plus one and a half on every bet. And again, I'm just doing the five dollar bets, man. I'm playing three and fourteen parlays, maybe three or four, or five of them a day at five bucks. And a lot of them will hit it like 200, 170, something like that. But now's the time because you're at the end of the year, and normally Uh, The end of those weekend series or midweek series where it's like game three and teams are like, okay, like say the Rays had taken the first two against Oakland game three. They're sitting a lot of guys and stuff. Well, right now they're, they're hot in the middle of a divisional race. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So guys are not sitting on that anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So you got a lot of guys staying in the lineup, and you got a lot of good teams playing bad teams in this last week. Uh, teams like the Orioles, I think, are playing the Athletics right now, I'm betting heavy on that. Seattle has been extremely hot. They're playing some teams they can beat up on. Uh, there's a lot of teams right now, so jump on some Major League Baseball bets right now, I'm telling you. But I, anyway, I'm I'm telling you, I got the Orioles going. I got Seattle going tonight. Also the Rays. Now, Wander Franco. Oh. Oof, That has been an issue. Um, yeah,
1: yeah he is. He's, he's got some bad times there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's not going well. And for major league baseball to come right out. I mean, not even a week into their own personal investigation and have sources leaking that he's probably done forever. I'm like, so. damn. Yeah, I mean, normally a guy that good and that young, they're like, "Well, let's wait and see, and let's do process." And you know, Deshaun Watson got a ton of money. I know it wasn't twelve year olds, but I'm like, this is just—you don't see that very often in sports right now for Major League Baseball to come right out and be like, "This guy's done." For sure, it's it's extremely odd. It's extremely odd, man. So, anyway, but Tampa's coming around. They they had a couple of, they're playing Rockies right now. And the last two games in a row, they come back ninth inning, tenth inning. You know, uh, I will give you another one quick tip and then we'll move on. But again, this year, the relief pitchers. The late-inning pitchers have been so bad. I've been doing really well in a lot of live bets. Late-in games, when good teams are down a couple of runs to not-so-good teams, like the Rockies' bullpen's terrible. If the Rockies are up on a good team in the seventh inning, jump on that team to win because these relievers just – I don't know what it is, but they're giving up four and five runs an inning in late innings across the board, even for good teams. Uh So jump on some of that. And extra-inning stuff, you know, take – Take the visiting team in extra innings minus one and a half. It's always really good odds, but they start with the team on second, and they know they have to try to score two or three because the home team's probably going to get one. So they really get aggressive at the plate. You can you can cash in a lot of money that way. Anyway, I'll move off of that. Major League Baseball betting. Not a lot of people are big into it, but it is fun if you keep up on it.
1: Cool. I like Next. it. man. I haven't done much. I've been, I've been kind of bad this
0: year on, on the baseball it well you're smart it's been bad this year it's been rough man but it's been rough man but we'll see what's going on in a postseason um you know the world series i got a couple of bets in on some long shots on seattle they've gotten hot i got a little yeah. side bet on the diamondbacks because it pays really well they're looking pretty good right now might get into the playoffs so we'll see how some of those go mm-hmm. but let's get to the meal skip the appetizers any further let's mm-hmm. jump into some nfl previews for the season now A while back, I know uh, earlier over the summer, you and I did our divisional values for for betting on winning the divisions. Now it's time to just think, who are we really going to pick to win these divisions? Who had the most teams right in the division and won the most divisions heading into the playoffs, right? So we'll go with the AFC, and you pick any division you want to start with. Uh, I'm going to
1: go with the AFC East. Okay, let's jump into the East now.
0: Uh, Buffalo, New York, Miami, New England. Yeah. Give me a breakdown on records for those teams.
1: Uh, okay. I think, you know, in the AFC East, I, I think the Bills, first, their over-under is like 10 and a half. Yeah. Uh, yep. I'm taking the over on that for okay. sure. Uh, yeah. You know, I gets a lot of the same team. Uh, they really didn't change anything from last year. And what, they went 12, 13 games maybe. Yeah. I think they're going to run the ball better. I, I just think they're, to me, the best team in that division so you know you you can get them to win the division at plus 125 which is to me unbelievable a plus number there's probably no other favorite like that and i mean a team that good gonna get you a plus number uh except maybe in the you know maybe the north AFC north but still uh so i like the bills i I think i'm gonna take the over you know the jets are to me are gonna is the all gas team the team everybody's hyping up look they have no offensive line and i don't know if you know this but aaron rodgers is almost 40 and you put those an old when rodgers sucks which has been recently last year his line wasn't good right when True. his line's bad he's bad he's old rodgers old doesn't like like any quarterback right no quarterback wants to get hit at all with a bad line but rodgers is 40 he's almost yeah. 40 like just no way also they don't have a line they're going to run dalvin cook out there like yes dalvin's good he's fine right he's fine so good. he's yeah but he's gonna have no line like he's gonna run for three yards like what are we doing yeah the, the Jets defense is good but I'm taking the under on the Jets I, you know the Dolphins to me will be fine I think we everybody's gonna be prepared for the Dolphins this year a little more uh I think the Pats will be better they just don't have a very good quarterback their defense will be awesome their their quarterback will not be awesome anyway give me give me the bills give me the plus money to win the division you know, I, I have the Bills winning 11-12, Dolphins and Pats at nine, and I have the Jets coming in last in that oh. division. Eight wins, eight and nine.
0: Oh, man. Okay, there you go. Ten, nine, nine, and eight. All right, man. Do you think they're going to come in dead last? We'll see. All right, well, hey, in the AFC, I'm going to – I'll take on the North. I'll take on the North. Right. I think this is the – uh, this division's tough, man. Every one of these teams can make the playoffs, I think, including the Cleveland Browns, which I don't think anybody is thinking about right now, but Watson's going to be back, you know, he's going to be ready to go. He's not coming in at the end of the year this year. I think he's going to I think he's going to play a little bit better. Stefanski's on the hot seat, there's no doubt about that. That defense is legit though, and they can run the ball. That offensive line is legit. That being said, I'm still going to take them to finish in the, in the cellar this year, man. I got I got Cleveland coming in at the bottom of the division just cuz I like every other team better. Clearly the Bengals, right? I like the Bengals. I've run their schedule. I'm going to take the Bengals to go 12 and 5 this year, um just because they're the Bengals, man. They're they're going to have a little stretch with some injuries, I feel like, and they'll dump a few. But I got the Bengals at 12 and 5. Uh give me the Ravens at 10 and 7, which is a little underwhelming compared to how much everybody thinks the Ravens are like these Super Bowl red hot run they're going to make. I don't see it. Um, I'm going to need to see this offense, this brand new downfield passing offense with Lamar. I got to see it work before I'm buying in on that. But I'll take Tomlin and Pittsburgh as well at ten and seven, just because Tomlin's Tomlin, man. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, he's not going to have a losing season, right?
1: Okay.
0: Never. Not. Never. Done not. It. No. And, and I know it's just preseason, but Kenny Pickett looks pretty good, man. There's something to be said to grabbing a seasoned kid, you know? No,
1: he's good. He looks good.
0: Yeah, he looks pretty good. The offense looks pretty good. The defense is going to be tough. And I just don't think – Cleveland falls in that category for me where I think they're really good. I think they're going to be on a lot of one-score games. Yeah. But you know where I stand yeah. on quick turnarounds on teams that are supposed to be good. Everybody always thinks it's going to happen the very next year, and it's not. It's going to be two years away. So i got Cleveland in the bottom, man. Give me the Bengals at, at 12 and 5. Uh, Ravens, Pittsburgh, both 10 and 7. Cleveland, 8 and 9. Mm,
1: I like it. You know, I'm I'm one of the Raven believers. I'm a Raven believer. I, I got the Ravens and the Bengals both at 11. And I got the Steelers at 9, and I got the Browns at 8. we was very similar. I just think the Ravens. This is also, if you're, if you're taking the Bengals, it's kind of the last Bengals year because they, they're rookie deals and it's all expiring, you know, and like I, I worry a little bit like Mixon. If he gets hurt, they got to bring in that rookie Chase Brown. Is he any good? Because they lost they lost Sammy uh, Prime to Denver. So, yeah. So, I, I but I, I like the Ravens. I, you know, Ravens are horrible in the playoffs though. So it's hard to pick the Ravens to win third goal. But I just think, the, I just take Harbaugh. Like, give me the good coaches, man. Like. Just, that's why I want the Bills coach. That's why I want the Steelers. You know, like I want I want Harbaugh. Like I just want the good coaches. You
0: know, yeah. I, yeah, Harbaugh's sure excellent.
1: Coach is. I'm not I, he's got he probably he just happens to have like one of the best three wide receivers and one of the best three quarterbacks. So is, yeah. is he a good coach? Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, we're pretty we're pretty aligned there in, in the AFC North, unlike the East, where I think the Jets are gonna win it in Buffalo second. But so we're different there. But all right, man, do you what do you want the west or you want to go to South?
1: You tell me. I'll go wherever you want me to go.
0: Uh, well, let's just jump right into the south then, man. Let's okay. jump into the south. You go ahead.
1: Uh, I, this one is. I, I got the the Jags at minus one sixty five. By the way, to win that division, this is what I'm talking about. They're they're just head and head and shoulders above. Yeah. I, I think if you know if you have a, a book that'll let you place this bet, you should do it. I, you know, which is uh, the Jags to be the number one seed in the AFC. If you can, if you can find that bet, do it. Right. I have the Jags winning about twelve games. Yeah, uh, it could be more. You know, the Jags have an interesting schedule because they do have the Chiefs. You know, they got
0: same. some tough games, man.
1: Uh, yeah, but that Chiefs game is could be absolutely enormous because they have them in Week Three in Jacksonville. So, like, if if the Jags do what I think they're going to do, for example, is going to win 12, 13 games, they're going to be they're going to be going for that number one seed. And that game, if they beat the Chiefs that could be a tiebreaker, you know, like it could be, could be, it's going to be hard, obviously. But I got the Jags at 12, you know, the Titans, I kind of like what the Titans are doing it. they got a great coach, you know, I'm not against Vrabel at all. So I got them at eight, nine wins. I right now I have them at eight. I have them just missing out on the playoffs, but you know, I think I just, last year they were like five and two or seven and three. Here's the thing that scares me about the Titans just in general. Right. If the Titans start the year out like one and four, two and five, they may go into we're out mode, right? So I, I don't want to put my money there. They, Tannehill's on the last year of his contract. They may trade Tannehill as a team that needs a quarterback, right? They just may get rid of him. They also may yeah. trade Henry. Like they, I'm not saying they will trade, but if they start slow, like they, they could just yeah. fire sell that team, and then your bet of plus 200, 300 is toast. Helps. So I, I don't see any to me. There's no reason to bet on the Titans. Not not that yeah. I don't think they could they can win the division, no doubt they can they can do it. But it, it's not worth the risk for me right now. I just wouldn't place any. I would I wouldn't bet on this division. I'm just you know. But I, so that's why I'm gonna have Titans two at eight, and then I have uh, I got the Colts at six, and I got the Texans at five. But uh, here's one bet, and they're both the rest of the division will be bad. The Jags, even if the Jags go five and one, which I think they probably will in that division. I'd so say. they just have to win, you know, 11 games, 11 games left, win seven games, seven of the 11 to go 12. I mean, I just think it's slam dunk to get 11, 12 out of the Jags.
0: I agree with you. I agree. But with the you one know.
1: bet I would do, if you really want to get a good bet in, is like offensive rookie of the year or like rookie of the year, Anthony Richardson, quarterback, Indianapolis Colts. Dude's going to play. He's going to play and he's going to run. And and I, he's going to give you better odds than like Bijan. He's, he's, he just will. And I, I don't think any wide receiver this year is going to like what? The what, Jigma's already hurt, right? So is it going to be Addison? Nope, because Jefferson's there. Is it going to be Quentin Johnson, the Chargers? Nope, because Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are there. Is it going yeah. to be, uh, let's see, Zay Flowers? Doubtful for the Ravens. You already don't believe in the Ravens offense, right? And they got OBJ and they got Mark Andrews. Like, no way. Is it going to be Gibbs? Maybe, but Montgomery's there. Is it going to be Bijan? Yeah, he's the favorite to win these things. So that leads me to a quarterback. That leads me to Bryce, CJ, Anthony Richardson. Bryce, I think, will be good this year. I do think he'll be good this year. Will he be good long-term? Probably not. CJ Stroud, no thank you uh Bryce no thank you give me a guy who can run for his life and he's gonna need to run and that those stats plus some passing plus the Colts winning a few games then they I I think they're gonna win six or seven games Anthony Richardson rookie of the year offensive player of the year offensive rookie of the year
0: I tell you I think Indy's gonna be the worst team in the league well second worst in the league I think they're gonna win four games um I'm just gonna go with the odds here that like he he I think I read something somewhere. Richardson is going to be the youngest starting quarterback in the modern draft era, right? He's younger yeah. than Sam Darnold when he got drafted to start the first game right away. I just don't see that going very well for him. I agree. I think that he's got a phenomenal upside. I just don't think it's going to happen this year. Um, he didn't. He didn't play all that fantastic at Florida last year, and those are really the only starts he's had under his belt as a quarterback. The guys are bigger, faster, stronger in the NFL. I just don't see turn turning the corner that quickly. Um, I'm going to be out on that. But as far as Bryce and CJ, um, I'm going to take CJ Stroud to have a better year than Bryce Young just because it's an adjustment for a small guy to play quarterback in this league. And, and Bryce is good and he moves around well and he's been great. But these guys at the line of scrimmage now are at the NFL can move and they're dwarfing people. He's going to have to learn some new passing lanes everybody's pretty big on Carolina's chances because they're in a weak division, but I don't know. I, I see, I see Bryce being pretty good, but I see him struggling. I think CJ will had the best year of the three of those guys because they're just going to let him sit in a pocket and get rid of the football. You know I what mean, I
1: mean? Well, yeah. But you know, I I'd say no, but Bryce has got a way better setup, way better than CJ Stroud. So like, just give me, like, he's got Thielen, Miles Sanders, the rookie Mingo. He's got, He's got a better defense. It's just like, everything about Bryce's setup and situation is way better than Stroud's Stroud's like they have nothing like they they're running their Damian Pierce the second year running back okay name me two wide receivers for Houston right right I give you one (laughs) two they got Michi who had cancer last year from Alabama yeah it's pretty good but didn't play they got Nico Collins people like right they got Devin Singletary at running back. like there's just nothing I like on Houston like CJ Stroud is going to be running for his life, and he's he could in be.
0: He he's could be. I At don't least. think he's going to be the rookie of the year or anything like that, but I think he's going no, to play a little better than the other. But teams. he's
1: also got like Frank Reich is the quarterback as the coach in Carolina. He he's already coached in the yeah. NFL, right? Demarco yeah. Ryan is his first year, first brand new rookie quarterback. Like, there's no way am I taking CJ Stroud over Bryce Young to me? It's so crazy. Like, I don't even. It doesn't even make sense to me why you would do it. Like you can't do it.
0: You can't. I, he can get the ball downfield into places on spots. He can get the ball over the top. He's a downfield passer. Um, if they can get him getting rid of the ball quickly, I can see him. I can see him doing pretty well for right. them. I, that means six or seven wins. I mean, in that division, I, I got Jacksonville with you, eleven and six. Um, I, Tennessee nine and seven on the bubble unless they're on a fire sale. I had Houston winning six games. I had Indy only winning four games. Man. Uh, they just
1: Anthony Richardson by the way is just he's just new Josh Allen right he's Josh Allen Josh Allen came out every if we would have this podcast then you'd have been like who's Josh Allen
0: Richardson does have the same type of skill set as as Josh Allen and remember we did have this podcast then that was the very first one that we did was that draft year when you were 100% right on Chubb and the, the Browns you were right about that but I don't know, man. We'll have to see. I got to see him be able to throw the ball the way Josh Allen can. He's got the kind of arm Josh Allen has, yeah. but I got to see him be able to complete some passes. And he's young. He's just yeah, too young man. right now. I he's can't wait. I'm in on this
1: Anthony Richardson experience, man. I, I think he's going to be the best one.
0: Well, we'll see. I think he's going to be a better deal than Trey Lance, and we'll get to that when we get into the West over in the NFC. But we got to do the West in the AFC right now, and I'll kick it off right now. We both are going to agree the Chiefs are going to win this division. But I'm going to make a crazy statement right here. I'm going to make a crazy statement right here, and we'll see if it comes to fruition. I'm going to say the Kansas City Chiefs are going to start the season 0-2 and finish at 13-4. and mm. I think they're going to finish at 13-4 and after going 0-2, and here's why. Uh, their first game is against the Detroit Lions. Sure. I think I think the Lions are going to sneak up on them. And the Casey's notoriously slow starters. Right, they don't play a lot of guys in the preseason. They, they don't. They're not great, a great home team. They they're don't, not they great at home. Teams out at home, right? And the Lions are out to prove some shit. I think the Lions are going to win that game outright, after the spread. I got money on them winning that game. Um, I'm going to take the Lions to beat them in Week One. And I'm going to take the Jags to beat them in Week Two, and that's going to be a wake up call. And then they're going to go on a roll and finish 13 and four. You heard it here first, man. Well, we're not going to agree on that first game. No, I'm sure we're not. It, it is a it is a bad, in my opinion.
1: The Lions are it, it, that's a bad catch for the Lions. It
0: that's could a bad be.
1: catch. The, the one thing the Lions got going for is that Chris Jones probably won't be there. Right. He's on a holdout. Yeah. But, but, that's, but that's not how this game's not going to be won. That I've already I have already told you when that game first came out. I told you the final score is gonna be like 42 35. It's gonna be high. Because the yeah. Chiefs, it's gonna be up and down. They're gonna score. the the, the bad beat for the Lions in that game is they won the Super Bowl. They're, they're going to. Reed will have them ready for week one. Well, week one I- Andy Reed, just there's no way. I will be teasing the Chiefs down to one or a pick them, whatever. There's no way the Chiefs are losing
0: it. I, I'm taking the Lions to win that game. I just think, uh, you know, without the big fella in the middle on defense, that Lions offense is going to eat, and they're going to hold on to the ball a little bit, I think. I think they're absolutely going to hold the ball with them running backs. I, I don't know, man. I'm right. taking the Lions. I'm a homer. You're a homer. We're both going to stand on our home fields there, no doubt yeah. about it. Um, I'm going to take the Chargers to be in second at 10-7, and seven, though. I'm, I'm still not in on them, man. They are cool. just underachievers every single year running through their schedule. It's not the easiest. It ain't the toughest, but I don't know, man. I see them coming in at 10 to seven and I'll take the Raiders and Denver, both coming in at the same exact record of seven and 10. I am not in on the Denver Broncos and Sean Payton and Wilson. I'm not in on it, man. Um, They dumped great young defensive talent last year to Miami. I don't know what they're going to do defensively. Uh, They were decent at times last year. They were good defensively at times last year. Very good. And Russell Wilson was hurting them. But is that defense going to show up the same way this year? Um, I just don't see it. I'm out on Denver, man. I don't know where you're at on that.
1: You know, I got the Chiefs, obviously, winning the division. But I think if this is the year, if the Chiefs are going to get got, which I don't think they will, but it's going to be the Chargers. I think this is kind of, to me, like this is the Charger year. If they're going to do it to now, now this is it. It's Eckler's last year, right? It's probably Keenan Allen's last year. Uh, Mike Williams, you know, is getting older. They just got that new rookie who's having some drop issues. Uh, I think Herbert's going to be awesome this year. I think he was hurt a lot of last year. I mean, he got hurt in like week four, and then he was hurt. Like, once you have rib injury, it's going yeah. to take a while. Right. So, uh, I, I, this is the year. They also they have some big home games, the Chargers do. Like the Ravens come there. They open with the Dolphins, you know. Uh, the Bills come there. The Lions come. Lions. There. You know, like they have a lot of tough games, but they're all at home. Now, you could also argue home field doesn't matter for the Chargers, which is true. Yeah. I a shit about the Chargers in LA. They don't. They're Rams town. But the, I just think this is the year. So I got, I have the, like, I have the Chargers at like 11. I, I think they're like 11 and six type team. Okay. I, I'm also buying into Sean Payton. I, I think, uh, I think he's going to get them up to nine. Like, you remember last year there was a stat with the Broncos. Like, if they had scored 18 points or 19 points in their first 10 games, they would have been, like, nine and one. Like, something yeah. crazy like that. So, if can Peyton get them to 21 points? The defense still going to be good. Like, they're already having wide receiver issues. Like, Judy's hurt. You know, they they lost Tim Patrick for the season. Judy just hurt his hamstring the other day. They still got Court and Sutton. They got a rookie named Mims. From Oklahoma, who's going to be pretty good, I think. They got they got Perrine, who who's going to take some pressure off Javante Williams, who's coming back from an ACL. So I, you know, yes. we'll find out this year if Russ is washed. This is Russ year. If he's bad this year, he's done. Right, it's over. If he's oh a yeah, decent, he'll be okay. You know, they, they, I think they'll be okay. The Raiders, I think it's going to be maybe the second worst team in football. Arizona number so, one. Huh? Oh I yeah, number two. Look, the Raiders were bad last year. And this year they're they're rolling out Jimmy G. Like, no way. There's no no yeah.
0: way.
1: I, yeah. I can't get into him. Josh Jacobs is on his last year again. Don't think he'll be that good. Devontae Adams is going to be asking for a trade, probably to the Jets within like seven weeks.
0: Yeah. Jacobs even going to play. Yeah. Is he going to play? Exactly. Right. Yeah.
1: Also, the coach, you know, I'm not in on the coach. I'm I'm not on McDaniel. Like, yeah. he's not, he's. You know, like some guys are supposed to be the the star of the team and get you 25 points. And some guys are supposed to be like Luke Longley and get you like six or seven points and play center for your team. And McDaniel seems like a guy who should be an OC.
0: Just, yeah. that's, that's Yes.
1: Yeah. He's Bill O'Brien. Do what Bill O'Brien did. Like yeah. go back and work for the Pats. This is why I like the Pats, by the way. They're actually going to put an offensive of coordinator in there to help Mac yeah. a little bit this year. And right, like right, That'll right. give them a better chance. Josh McDaniel, and he's going to go work at Alabama next year. It'll be great. Enjoy Alabama in a year or two, Josh McDaniel. You'll you'll yeah. be home there
0: He <laughs> Could be, man. And that's that's such a true statement, man. An NFL season is it's a circus. It is a circus, man, and not everybody can juggle. And if you're going to be a head coach, you got to be able to juggle. And a lot of these guys are just lion tamers and whatever, man. Like offensive coordinator stuff, you got to be able to juggle all the balls and keep them in the air. And not a lot of these guys can do that,
1: man. For sure, you know. I just don't. I, I just like. I think the Raiders are going to be bad. I also think the Raiders have a reason to be bad, personally. Yeah. And I think his name is Caleb Williams, the UFC quarterback. Yeah. So that's why I think the Raiders are going to. You're going to watch the Raiders. They are going to put on a beautiful tankathon around week seven or eight when they're like one and six.
0: Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now that that number one pick is going to Arizona and everything I told you two years ago is going to be true. Caleb Williams is going to go to the Cardinals and your boy is going to be playing in Oakland for the Athletics next year. We tell, well, Oakland going to be in Vegas, right? Yeah. I'm telling you right now, man. That, that could
1: be true. We'll see how badly the Raiders want Caleb Williams, though. Yeah. And it's going to be a fight, man. It is going to be a fight between those two teams arizona's kyler already murray. doing it they're already they're already throwing it away
0: oh get, we'll get to them in a minute but i'm telling you right now kyler murray will be playing baseball oh, wait, no wait for the,
1: the raiders the raiders gonna be like hold my beer yeah. we're not you're not just you think you're <laughs> well, just gonna get this like no way
0: we'll see we'll see let's jump let's jump right over to the nfc west then man let's get into the nfc um nfc west um obviously both of us probably going to take San Francisco to win that division. I got San Francisco at 11 and 6. Everybody think I'm a 13-win yeah. team. I got them at 11 and 6 because they yeah. just don't know what's – when's the last time you didn't know who was going to play quarterback for a team and you said they're going to win 11 games?
1: Right. Yeah, it's bad. It's been a while. might it, Shanahan, it's, we're taking Shanahan. Right. It's also because, like, yeah, It's it, I'm with you, though. I, I think it's, like, 11. They're going to hit 11. They may get 12. They may get – you know, but whatever. I, I 11 I like.
0: Yeah, I, I'm at eleven and six on them. Uh Seattle, everybody thinks is is gonna be really, really, really good. I don't think they're gonna be killer, but I think they're going to be a very tough team. I got them at nine and eight. I mean, you could take them at ten and seven, but I think that's the range for them. I'm going nine and eight. Uh the Rams, I think, will be the surprise team in this division. Everybody thinks they're gonna be a four or five win team. I think they can win eight. I think they could win eight games looking at their schedule. They get to play Arizona twice. So <laughs>
1: Right,
0: for sure. Okay, but I'm telling you, the Arizona Cardinals. Here's another bold prediction for you right now. If I could find somewhere to make the bet, I would make the bet. I ran down their schedule. I think the Arizona Cardinals will go zero and seventeen.
1: Wow. Okay. Maybe.
0: I think they will go zero and seventeen, and I'm I'm gonna pull up their schedule because it, this it's one of those things where I don't know how they got the teams that they got. I mean, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who was making that schedule, but they should have got an easier schedule than this. But they're week one at the Commanders. Then they've got the Giants. Then they've got the Cowboys. That's their first three games, man. Uh Oh, and then their fourth game is the 49ers. Then they have the Bengals. I mean, Uh what the? (laughs) Okay, then they have the Rams, who the Rams aren't going to be very good, but they're going to be way better than the Cardinals. I mean, give me Stafford and Cup to beat them, right? Uh Then they have the Seahawks. Then they have the Ravens. Then they have the Browns, who we know are going to be pretty good. Then they have the Falcons, who are going to be decent and can run the football. And against a bad team, that's a bad matchup. Uh, then they have maybe their only winnable game, the Texans. Right. They got to they got to win that Texans game, uh-huh. and they're not going to get anything. Then they have Rams again. Then they have Steelers, Niners, Bears, Eagles, Seahawks. Oh, seventeen, man. Well,
1: I, I think you know. I think the hard part is those first two games. At Washington, like Washington's going to be Sam Howell's going to be the quarterback. Like, we don't know anything about Washington, right? Like, they're fight, Like, that's a game, a winnable game. You, if you tell There's me no that way. score is like 21 21, 24 21, Cardinals kick a field goal to win at the end of the game, I'd be like, yeah, makes sense. I to
0: don't, me. well, man, Washington's defense is really good, man. And that yeah. Arizona offense is going to be the worst in the league.
1: Well, they still got Connor, they can run, they, can, they got Kyler. Who? Who's? Kinda, He's not you know, playing. He's who, not going
0: to play till like eight games in or something. Well,
1: it's the true. They got Colt right. Colt will play. Like
0: <laughs> going to be bad, man. I
1: also think the Giants at you know like Colt McCoy. Give me the Giants game as a possible victory. But other than that, there's not a lot of wins on there.
0: I'm no, looking,
1: not a lot of wins. So I yeah. was
0: shocked at that schedule, man. It not is loaded.
1: That Texans, you know, that game for sure. I, you know, I think you also have a Bears game. Like who knows? That's in Chicago though. So I don't. Yeah. It's yeah. not a lot.
0: No, It's not, man. I think the Texans is their only shot. I think they're going zero seventeen, man.
1: That's it. I like that prediction. I, I I would be shocked
0: if it happens, but I like. It. I would put five dollars on that if somebody let me. Uh, let's go to the NFC East. Speaking of, By the the way, Rams, I'm with
1: you on on the West the whole way. Yeah. I, I think I think. Let me make my one case for the Rams, who I think is one of my maybe possible surprise playoff teams. Okay. Because last year they were horrible, horrible. Sean McVay was, they were all horrible. Yeah. And they won six games. Like, that's pretty good for a bad team, right? Six, six and 11. Let's say they catch a few more breaks this year. They, three games flip, right? It's that, yeah. so now they're nine and eight, 10 and seven. I, I trust him. McVay. Like, staff is yeah. healthy. I think he was way hurt, more hurt than we thought. Cup's back. Cam Akers. Like, I, Rams are to me one of my kind of sleepery, sneaky teams.
0: Yeah, and nine and eight will get you in the playoffs in the NFC this year.
1: Yeah, very possibly.
0: You sure. just got to win a couple tiebreakers. Nine yeah. and eight will get you in. Let's go to the NFC East, man. So obviously okay. Philadelphia here. What's your win total for them? Thirteen. Uh, same, same here. Thirteen and four. Running their schedule, I think thirteen and four. Um, I'm going to take the Giants and the Commanders both at nine and eight. I think both those teams are going to go nine and eight. And my big uh, I don't know upset, if you will, or hot take, if you will, everybody loves Dallas to make a Super Bowl run this year. I got Dallas losing record, man, seven and ten. Yeah. seven and ten for the Cowboys this year. The thing falls apart to me.
1: i got I got Dallas at ten. I got them as the second best team and the, they're probably one of the three best teams in the NFC, possibly. so i, I got you know, them at ten. Um, I just think their offense is too good. I think the defense is they probably have the best defense in football, if not. The defense second. is great. So like they just need to do enough. Like I think the Giants are going to be bad this year, like six seven wins. And I think the the Commanders about said the R word about called them their old nickname. Yeah right right. Uh, the,
0: <laughs> they're going to have I a think, new one here soon, so don't get too used to Commanders. Thank God I think that the Commanders
1: going to be bad. I think they're only like four or five games. I think it's like this is Ron Rivera's last year. Hey Ron, thanks for coming. Enjoy the riverboat uh, somewhere else. Like and I don't think Ron survives. New owner as well. Like. I don't see how he survived. I don't see how they, they survive that, that as well.
0: I think, I think enemy does exactly what they brought him in to do, and that's just make the offense better. And if the offense is just better, that defense could take them to nine wins. That's well, they're, already they're already
1: complaining about enemy. They're already already complaining about him. So, like, they work. <laughs> the, the, it it's not going to work. Like, it's just not going to work. The, the commander's going to be bad. Like, it just, it, it's not good. It's not going to be good yeah. for the commander.
0: Yeah, well, I'm on the record last year of saying I thought that was a stupid move for bien to do that, but, you know, I don't know. He thinks he's got to prove what he's got to prove. But So we're a little bit different on on Washington and the Giants there. You think Dallas. I think Dallas finishes dead last in that division. Let's hit the NFC South. Okay. Probably, well, next to the AFC South, the worst division in football. I mean, this is not good. It is not good. So uh, I think New Orleans will win the division with 10 wins. I got them at 10 and 7. And then I'll take Atlanta at 9 and 8. Atlanta could win the division. I think Atlanta could win the division if they find that run game. Don't ask Riddler to do too much. And I think that they could, you know, they play pretty good defense. I think they could win the division. But I got them at 9 and 8. I'll take Carolina at 7 and 10. Uh, I don't think they're going to have a winning record. And I uh, Tampa is going to be one of the worst teams in football four and 13 for me.
1: Yeah. I got, I got uh, the exact same order, but I got 10, nine, eight and six. I got the Panthers at eight. I, you know, Panthers, Falcons flip them, whatever. Like, you're okay. they, going to be so close. Really? I, I think, uh, you know, Desmond Ritter, the eight, the, we've already seen enough of Desmond Ritter to know. This is a horrible, horrible job by the Falcons to have this quarterback. Like, Horrible. And it goes back to the Kyle Pitts draft, right? They took Kyle Pitts at four. You take, and you get up that high, you take a quarterback, and then you take your tight ends later in their draft. They, for some reason, did the absolute opposite. And making Kyle Pitts, it can't help him. Kyle Pitts can't do anything. Now Kyle Pitts is just blocking for the run. And, like, what's Kyle Pitts, why is he blocking like yeah, what would
0: you draft him to do that? It reminds me exactly of uh, the Lions when they drafted. I can't even remember his name right now, the the corner out of Ohio State, number three. I was like, Christ. we're in a complete re- – now." it was uh, – we just uh, traded him, and he got hurt. We traded him for a draft pick. I can't even think of a guy's name right now. But, you know, we bring him at, – at, you're in a complete rebuild. You're the worst team in football, and you draft a corner at number three. You drafted a guy to cover passes who's going to do nothing but tackle runners because you're right. getting your ass kicked in the second right. half. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, they could have I mean,
1: drafted like Falcons could have drafted that kid from Georgia, Darnell Washington, this year to block. Right? Just to block. They could have done that. So I- I'm just out on the Falcons. I'm out on you know Desmond Ritter. I, like they got to get a quarterback, man. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Okay. I mean, so many times these teams get get caught up on this hype of a guy's ability at the combine, and I just always fall back on. I, I don't want to hear about potential. I want to see some results. Right. I want to see something you did. You know what right. I mean? Like, right. like Trey Lance. That's a nightmare. You got talked into taking that guy thirty. Played six college games for North Dakota. I, oh, I mean. It was bad. It was bad. Well, let's jump into the division that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, Finally, it's going to be a lot of fun this year to watch the Detroit Lions. Um, I think the Lions are absolutely going to have a shot, not being a homer either. I mean, legitimately, looking at their schedule, this division, who they play, I think they're going to have a shot at having the number one seed in the NFC if they turn out and play the way we think they could. I think they could go 13-4 and with the Eagles. Mm
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Okay.
0: I think they could go 13 and four. Um, The Vikings are a team. Obviously everybody thinks falls off. I agree. You're not winning nine one score games again. You're just not doing that. I got the Vikings at eight and nine, the bears. I'm also not drinking the Kool-Aid on the bears with everybody else. I got to see them do something other than run. Justin Fields around to get killed all day long. Um, I, I got the bears at seven and 10 and I'm going to take Green Bay to be the surprise team in this division because they. everybody wants to talk about how they lost Rodgers, they lost Rodgers, they lost Rodgers. Yes, Love is not Rodgers. He's not. But let me tell you, that Green Bay defense is that Green Bay defense, and that Green Bay run game is that Green Bay run game. And the NFC North outside Detroit is not strong. Give me Green Bay to go 9-8. and eight. Hmm.
1: Well, we're, well, I agree with you on Green Bay. I agree with you so much. I have them winning the division. Ah! <laughs> like, like I think I think it's like the thing is the defense is still awesome. They still have two good running backs, they have a lot of young wide receivers. I, I kind of believe that I'm not saying love's gonna be great the next he's not Roger far of Rogers Love, but yeah. if they didn't like him, if they did not think he was any good, they've had him on the bench for like two to three years now, just yeah. sitting there.
0: Yeah, I love Jordan Love, man. I'm telling you, I watched him beat the shit out of my Central Michigan Chippewas in a bowl game. And then the next season, I watched him closely play a bunch of games. And I I really loved him coming out of college. I thought it was a great pick for them. Um, I think Love has a lot of potential to be very good, man. Yeah, and also he's he runs. He looks like he's going to run a little. He's got a little more mobile than Rodgers.
1: Like, I don't know, man. I got I got the Packers winning like 11 games. Oh, 10-11, okay. and I, I'm kind of losing steam on the Lions. I'm losing steam. Really? I am, because I, I'm starting to think Lions are going to be – every year there's a team or two that people start like, oh, being like, this is the team. Watch out, watch out, watch out.
0: You know, like – What's the leadership on this team that I think is different for other teams? You saw the Chargers be that team in years past, but their coach and the coaching staff just didn't – you know, you ha- you were questioning the coaching staff, but thought the Chargers were going to be great, right? Uh, the Lions, it- it's just a different mentality there, man. You can see it from the top down, and I think that that is not going to change on the field. This is going to be a team that is going to live up. They're going to live up. I I, know, I got the Lions at nine and
1: eight,
0: nine and eight. What? Wow. Okay. I got, right. I, got
1: the, I got the Packers at like ten and seven, uh, possibly eleven and six. I got Detroit at ten and seven, nine and eight, and I got the Vikings at nine and eight. And I got the bears at seven and 10.
0: Okay. Let's do a little side bet here okay. and, and not, not what you think. Okay. Let's play a little side bet here. Your, your big uh, upset, if you will, for the season is going to be green Bay at 11 wins. My big prediction for the season is going to be Arizona at zero and 17. Okay. Let's see if your win total for green Bay is better than my differential for the loss total for Arizona. You follow me? Yeah, so sure. like if Arizona loses 14, you know, I'm at minus 3. Yeah, you know, right? And if right. Green Bay wins 7. Right, four, <laughs> yeah. right, let's take a look at that. I think that'll be a fun one to watch cuz that's going to be pretty close, I think. But I'm uh, with
1: you on that. I'm with you on that bet. That's a great bet. Yeah,
0: we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll go a case of beer on that, man.
1: You want to go Who's <laughs> your playoff teams real quick before we lose yeah. again?
0: Yep, let's jump on the AFC. So, okay. who you got in the playoffs?
1: Bills, uh Ravens. Kansas city Jags. Those are the division winners for me. Okay. But then whatever, I'm going to, then I'm going to, I think I had take the Ravens every year, by the way, to win that division.
0: Yeah, I think you do.
1: Then I'm going to take the Bengals and I am going to take uh, dolphins.
0: Oof. All right.
1: And um, you know what? I'm going to take the Denver Broncos
0: let's go wow man miami and denver i think you're gonna miss on both of those i got miami i think i'll have a losing record and will be one game better than new england this year i just do i'm not buying that miami experiment um but would they got Mike? Would they pick up mike white to back up to a? yeah yeah i saw him play for the jets in that very same division yeah. a good a good game or two yeah. are, maybe all right so hey i'm gonna i got the jets win in the east I got the Bengals winning the north. I got Kansas City winning the west. And I got the Jags winning the south. My wild card teams, I'm going to take Buffalo as the top wild card. Ravens right behind them. And I'm going to take the Chargers to get over the hump and get in this year.
1: Yeah, Chargers are in, baby. Chargers are
0: in. Chargers are going to get in this year. Let's jump to the NFC East. All right. I uh, want well, the East, the NFC. Um, yes. Okay, so I got Philly winning the east. I got the Lions winning the north. Uh, I got I got San Francisco winning the west. I got New Orleans winning the south. My wild card teams are going to be crazy here. Um I'm going to go with Seattle. That's not too crazy. Seattle as a wild card is a pretty good pick. They get to play the Rams in Arizona. I got my other two wild cards are are, are out there, man. I'm going to take the Commanders and the Packers to get in the playoffs. Oh, crazy. Cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, Washington.
0: <laughs> you, I feel the same way about your AFC. You said Miami and Denver, and then I said Washington and Green Bay. So hey,
1: <laughs> no way. I like uh, I like in the NFC: Philly, Green Bay, the Saints, San Francisco, and then the wild cards are Dallas, Detroit, and let's go with the Los Angeles Rams.
0: Okay, I, I don't I don't mind that Rams pick at all. AFC Championship game. Who you got?
1: Well, I'm just, I'm just going to go back to Bills and Chiefs. Bills Let's and Chiefs. Let's I'm going to go to
0: the game everybody wants to see. Everybody wants to see KC and the Bengals. I mean, okay. right? You want to see Burrow and Mahomes, right? It's, I mean, it's,
1: it's going to be one of those. Yeah. Bills, Chiefs, Bengals. Just pick one. Yeah.
0: Matchup, man. Allen and the, the Bills against the Chiefs is, is also fun. Been some great games there. But it just to me, it always just feels a lot more fun when it's Burrow and Mahomes, man, because – yeah. Mahomes always beats Allen, but Burrow yeah. and, and Mahomes, they battle back and forth. They're like Manning and Brady.
1: You yeah. know what I mean?
0: One could beat the other, but Allen Very is great. like, I don't know who was good in the AFC back then, but you know Very what great. I mean? I don't know. All right. In the NFC, I'm going to take Detroit and Philly, and I'm going Homer right here, man. I'm taking Detroit to go to the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. Hmm.
1: I like it, uh, but it's not what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to take Philly though. And, uh, I am going to take just to continuously uh, hate on Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers
0: to the Super Bowl to, or to, to the, the championship game. Yeah. Wow. Would that be fun to throw in his face, man?
1: I think that's that. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea. I Philly versus insert crazy team. Yeah. You know, I don't think it'll be San Francisco. That's the only thing. It could be Detroit. It could be Green Bay.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be Detroit and Philly, and uh, we'll see. We'll see how that one goes, man. Uh, the last time Detroit played Philly in the playoffs, I think Philly and Rodney Pete, who just left the Lions, beat us like fifty-five to ten or something like that. <laughs> but we've only won one playoff game ever in the history of the Super Bowl era. One playoff game ever. We beat the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Anyway, yes, yeah, Green Bay. Well, I'll get out of here so they don't stop it. Stop you. <laughs> uh, that's my choices for now. But all right, brother. We'll talk again
0: soon, man. Thank you. Yep, we'll do it again, man, and let's get back on next week and we'll get something going for our right right bet. All right, man, we'll see you next time, man. Bye. Well, there you have it, guys. The NFL preview is into books here for us at DWMOD. And I got to tell you, there's some pretty bold takes on there. But you guys know how it is, man. If you stick to what you think is going to happen with your predictions in the NFL every year, your predictions end up sucking. Because the NFL has parity and this thing goes all over the place. Anyway, we'll be back next week with a little alright bet. We're going to roll that thing hard during the football season this year. Weekly predictions coming from me and Andy St. Clair. We're going to try to put some money in your pocket. And as always, make sure you're following us over there on Twitter at that's at DWMOD pod on the Twixter, guys. Get informed and get paid. Stay with me now. Now, here's a little send off for us this week from the main man, the head coach in Detroit. Go ahead and tell him, DC. Hey, yeah, I just want to thank you for all the support from Minute One, man. DWMOD, I love it. I love the attitude, man. Disagree with me or don't. <laughs> yes, we are on that Kool Aid. Let's go, Lions.